living in a world gone geek. It's time to geek hard or go home. The podcast is real. Here's your host, Grounded Geek. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast is real here on the World Gone Geek radio network. That's nothing. Um, <laughs> we're glad that you're here. We're so excited to have this show for you tonight. We've got a great guest. Can't wait to get to that. But before we do, I'm going to bring on my co-hosts, uh, both Aliyah and Hi. there she is. And Utah, who is oh, examining something new. Greetings, programs. Oh, just uh, found something in the old archives here that uh, Nick Fury oh. happened to leave behind. Ooh. Um, I don't know if you can. It's the... Uh, Tesseract, oh, the, Tesseract. the first Avengers movie. Does it come out? Does the text Tesseract come out of it? Hold on. Ah. He's got, so it's like a so it's like the attaché case with the Tesseract in it. That's cool, man. Oh my man. gosh! Look at that. It's so neat. Yeah. How long have you had that? When did you did you get it back? So uh, I pre-ordered this uh, after the Avengers came out because this is actually the. Um, collector's edition of kind of i guess it would be phase one because it's got all the phase one movies oh right i remember that yeah is there so, there's files they're, so, they're discs so, so these are blu-ray discs each no, 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 with no, like files near your hand oh up at the top yeah, yeah. Well, near my right, hand oh yeah yes but then there are also you can see attache files on each thing there's a file for dr bruce banner file for puento antiguo uh, Tony Stark file there says he's a narcissist and he isn't ready for the team. <laughs> They're actual files or it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are actual files. That's fun. Wow. Very cool. Neat. Awesome. So, yeah. It was fun to go through the archives, which is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you probably Security should level seven. You probably, yeah. Since that you probably shouldn't. Oh shoot. It's level seven. I shouldn't be showing the air. This. Yeah. But yeah, uh, well, at least don't tell this. us what's inside. I'm not going to, um, <laughs> I'm going to put that away. Awesome. You didn't see anything. I saw nothing. <laughs> I saw absolutely nothing. All right. Oh, there you go. Well, welcome, guys. I'm so excited uh, to see you guys again. We have a really great guest coming up. We've got a couple things to get out of the way. Uh, we got some movies that we're going to try to give away to folks again. So if uh, you are listening on the podcast, uh, we you, we just showed a bunch of stuff that you missed. But, <laughs> um, but you will still have an opportunity to win the... Um, the movies we're giving away here in just a little bit. So uh, I did. I don't know if you guys heard though that um, you know we Didn't did a, we any. did an award show uh, a yeah. few weeks ago. Uh, there was I don't know if you heard, but there was there was an award show, and uh, everybody was talking about the awards a, the next day. It was, it was a, like it was nobody could shut up about the awards. It was a yeah. big hit that award show. Yeah. Um, yeah, something happened at that <laughs> award show. I don't know. I, I tell you what, some of, some of the, some of the nominees that didn't win were just, it was like a slap in the face. Oh my gosh. Um, but yesterday, <laughs> am, I, am I missing something? Like was what another <laughs> awards show. Did you, yeah, maybe you didn't hear the news. Did you not hear what happened? Did after, you not hear about, the about the Oscars? Oh, I thought yeah. you were talking about when we, they were playing Game. rock, paper, scissors. Wait, time out. Time out. <laughs> you were talking about how we were doing some giveaways. And so I thought oh. that that's the award show that you were talking no, about. No, and no, my bad. Like this big spectacle no. of an award show. And I'm like, yes, we had was, an award show. What uh, happened? That was on here. Yeah, we, we, we gave away, we gave a away a couple of our listeners were nominated. Finale. 
<laughs> and I slapped Utah. That's what happened. That's so, what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Utah, what um, did you do? He, I, you know, he look. Had my wife's name in his mouth. That's what I, happened. Yeah. I, I, I said and his wife's not, name. <laughs> and that's the last thing I remember. Um, no. So we're not going to remember anything else. I, wanna, that. I definitely weird. don't want to talk about all that. Um, I mean, you know, uh, that's all over and done with. It's Move as far on. as I'm concerned, yeah, it's yeah. time to move on from that. But there was another award show yesterday that is actually kind of a, a fun one that I, uh, even though, you know, I'm well out of the age group, this is uh, geared towards. Even I always your like children to, are out of the what age is group this? now. Even right? my Nickel- children are out of the, the age Nickel group. The Nick Awards? Is that what <laughs> we're talking about? Yeah, kids, the Choice, Choice Award. Award. Yeah, yeah. That was yesterday. So uh, it was hosted by, uh, I didn't watch it, but I looked, wanted to see Ooh. what the results I were. Carly. Hosted by yeah, You're, so yes. Miranda Cosgrove and and Gronk, <laughs> and Gronk Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> I don't know. That's I, it's a really random pairing, but that's who who did it. Um, I, maybe so they did little. a great job. I have no idea. She's a well, tiny compared person. To Gronkowski. Well, like, everybody's everybody's kind of a small person compared to Gronkowski. <laughs> right? He's like what six seven and two hundred fifty. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's he, he's a. He's a big, He's a big human. Um, yeah. So, uh, but there was a lot of, a lot of cool awards. Uh, I always like the kids choice awards because they, they do stuff that, you know, other awards don't do. And they have weird, they have some weird categories <laughs> in there. Um, but then they do things like video games and uh, you know, favorite social music star. That's a new category, yeah. right? So that they've got a category a music for creator, star, like not YouTube a recording artist, too. but somebody who's making music on, on the socials. I guess. On the social. Um, Listen to you. You sound like a kid's choice. <laughs> um, and then uh, favorite voice like? from an animated movie, which is kind of neat. So the voice That's actors nice. get like some that. love. Love yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Um, Give the voice actor some props. Finally. They should. Right. I mean, ever since. Ever, ever, well, this isn't just voice, but ever since. Uh, I'm blank. A sudden blank on his name. Voice. Oh, uh, Gollum. Uh, Circus. Andy Circus. Andy Circus. Uh, ever since he was snubbed for a best supporting actor for uh, Fellowship right. of the Ring or yeah. um, The Hobbit, any of these. Yeah. Um, he was so, so brilliant in that role, but the character was animated over his performance. Right. So right. it, it was wasn't like he capture. was just doing the voice. No, it was, it was he, literally he was, based on his facial express. It was yeah. him doing it. They just covered him with a, with a, cartoon skin basically mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um ever since they snubbed him I've, I've been like you know it's bad enough that that didn't get nominated but then you know voice actors who you know work really hard to to bring uh, animated characters you know personality and life uh they've they've not gotten awards in the oscars or anything like that or emmys or whatever it is right yeah it's unfortunate um yeah so kids choice awards picking up the slack there good job yeah. um and who was it? Scarlett Johansson for Sing. Congratulations to her. Was yeah. she playing an Asian? I'm just um, kidding. I'm just oh, kidding. We're not going there. The <laughs> uh, who else? Aquafina for Raya. Um, Reese Witherspoon Aquafina, for Sing. Nice. Um, See, and then Aquafina three, was a good one. And then three three people from the SpongeBob movie were nominated. Uh, one of them wow. being Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Wait, oh, I didn't know he was in the movie. I'm gonna have to yeah. watch it now. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's totally in the movie. And then Tom, I haven't seen it, but I remember in the trailers, he's even revealed in the trailers, Tom Kenny, obviously as SpongeBob and Aquafina, Aquafina nominated twice in that category. That's probably, 
uh, in the same year. That's got to be like a new record in the Kids' Choice Award, right? That's I've pretty never cool. heard of that happening before. That's true because she was, okay, I didn't realize she was also in the SpongeBob movie. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> um, like she was the, the first dragon one? Was it a different Raya. No, no. Well, this is a no. new one. The new one. Uh, Sponge, Sponge on, the on the Run. Yeah. Sponge on the Run. Yeah. Um, favorite kids TV show, high school musical, the musical, the series. The series. Yeah, yeah. You got to uh, get that Danger right. Force. What is Danger Force? I don't know, but. It sounds like something that. Danger um, Force. That's it's not, really that's, hard for me to watch a new Disney channel because like. Wait, I think it's that kid danger. I think it's the, yeah, I didn't like that show. Just, and this is like a, a team up. Nope. No, thanks. Oh, okay. For me, not for me. Sorry. Go ahead, Aliyah. I interrupted you. You don't like, <laughs> it's tough to watch Disney shows now because why? Yeah. Because they're. Not as good yeah. as they used to be, and They're not you know it. You, just, you're sounding you're sounding seasoned, young lady. Am, <laughs> oh, they said they said seasoned today at work or at work at uh, at church, and I was like, they're stealing my word. But <laughs> there was there's an, <laughs> another word that I'm gonna have to send you guys that that also means seasoned. That's nicer. Oh, that's seasoned. Excellent. Great. Yeah. Um, but anyways. This, kids choice awards there's like the disney channel and uh nickelodeon those two they're just not as good as they used to be but they're yeah. not targeted towards me anymore and i have to true that's true realize that's true. that you well, know i think for the longest time nickelodeon was killing it on the sitcom stage yeah. whereas disney was kind of dropping the ball so they were having some really corny shows uh and nickelodeon was had some great ones for a while there um, oh come on! Wasn't wasn't the Wizards of, of whatever place, Wizards of Waverly, Waver, Waverly Place? Waverly yes. Place was not on Disney. Yeah, that was on Disney. Sweet Life of Zack and a Cody. Great show. That was great. That was yeah. what, what was the other one with uh, with Zendaya? She was her oh, best friends uh, with it. that redhead. It? Shake uh, it up. Yeah, shake no. it up. Yeah. Was that was yeah, it was shake it up. Yeah, I didn't watch those. I, again, I was watching the Nickelodeon ones. I thought they were better. Well, I was watching, okay, I, I was so watching iCarly and Victorious. Victorious is and, so uh, funny. Victorious is good. Yeah. yeah. Sam and Cat later, you know, I with Ariana watch, Grande. And, yeah, I didn't watch Sam and Cat. Oh, Sam and Cat, um, yes. But I, I always, my favorite other. thing for sure will always be Nick at Night. Because Nick at Night is just like, when they play all that and... All yeah, that was, the old, uh, was pretty great. The, the old shows. Yes, yeah. the old Keenan and Kel. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What is before that? Before he became the longest running uh, cast member of cast SNL. Cast member of SNL. How awesome <laughs> is that? That's amazing. It doesn't seem like it's been that long, but it has. He's been on there forever, but it feels yeah, like he I, just well, it also, joined. It, all, it also helps that he doesn't seem to age. So. He doesn't. And he is the best thing about SNL every season. I don't care what anybody so. says. Um, they can bring in new characters, get rid of old ones, or not characters, act, actors, get rid of old ones. Keenan needs to retire retire on SNL because he saves every terrible sketch. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if the sketch is bad, throw Keenan in there and he saves it every time. He is the funniest guy on that, on that show. uh, Hands down. I think Uh, he's uh, a pretty good diner lobster. I'll tell you that. Oh, that was a great one. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And that was a sketch that was going down in flames. Pete Davidson. Every, every every time they bring him in for those musical numbers. Yeah. And then Keenan and all of a sudden Keenan shows up in a lobster costume and we're cracking up again. So yeah, it was all. Um, But sometimes it's really weird because like you think it's teen Nick or Nickelodeon. It's for kids. But then you realize like these people that are playing. No. It's not at all. Like no, SpongeBob is no. not for kids. 
SpongeBob children. You got to go now to the junior channels to get the kids stuff. Okay. So True. like not Nickelodeon, Nick, but Nick Junior. Disney Junior. junior. Yeah. What is Disney Disney Junior? Uh, some of the things that I saw when I was a kid. What Fox, is that? Fox Junior. No, I'm just kidding. There's no Fox Junior. No, there's not. But you know, like the octopus with his little wiener dog pet. Oh yeah, voiced uh, by uh, Fred oh, Savage. Yeah, Oswald. Oswald yes. loved Oswald. My kids uh, loved, watched a little bit of that. Backyardigans. You can't beat Back, the backyardigans. No, you man. cannot. Sorry. Uh, Roly Poly Oly is you know Roly Poly Oly's. I remember no. that. Yeah. I remember, but I remember because my kids were watching them at the same time right, you exactly. were watching them. <laughs> right, 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 right. Wonder pets. So, Can't beat the wonder what? pets. Yeah. Yeah. Love the wonder pets. Yeah. So all that. It's just really hard for me to even think about that type of stuff now because it's just not as good. But that's okay. That's okay. It's not targeted towards me, and I have to accept that. I have to accept it. Is this how you guys feel? Uh when you guys watch new things that like star Wars and you realize that it's not for you anymore. Oh no. I'm well, not a big fan of color television. I'll tell you that <laughs> <laughs> color to me, color just ruined everything. Uh, they just got the writers got lazy. TV hasn't the been the same since lazy. Van Dyke and Andy Griffith show. That's my, that's right. Ooh, yeah. Give me, yeah. give me the small screen and black and white. The, any day and over the, this. The, the Beverly Hillbillies. I don't even know who they little, are. Little house on the prairie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry. Um, I was watching that with my dad yesterday. <laughs> little house on the prairie? Uh, no, uh, Beverly Hillbillies. But oh, the, the Beverly black Hillbillies. and white version. The black and oh, white yeah. version. Oh, yeah, when yeah, they went yeah. color, it jumped the shark a little bit. Yeah. Petticoat Junction. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's older than you and me. <laughs> Gilligan's, Junction, right? Gilligan's Island. Oh, Green yeah. Acres. Come on, guys. Hey, when you start throwing out references that make even me feel young, like what? <laughs> <laughs> that came out before I was born. Then, then we're okay. That makes me feel better. <laughs> oh my gosh. So real quick, um, I just want to make sure that we let everybody know we are giving away copies of Scream, but not digital copies this week. We're giving away actual Blu-ray copies of the movie. Physical so, copies. Yes, physical physical media it still See, exists that was those were the days these <laughs> digital copies just ruined everything yeah i remember <laughs> when those days. And, uh, i can't, I can't uh, hold oh zeros and ones in my hand you know what is an ad now on my i was watching uh imbd and i got an ad for this wolverine uh gadget thing that basically allows you to turn off like your um uh like old like if you had uh like an old camera or something oh, you could use that convert it to digital yeah to convert it to digital it's called wolverine yeah it's called wolverine look yeah, look, look it up interesting i'm gonna have to yeah. it's, either, it's either from that state now north, that you mentioned it i'm gonna have or... to, they're gonna have to become sponsors because i, I you know, i'm not gonna mention wolverine again unless it's in marvel context right because otherwise right. we don't want does them it, to get does it make the, does it make the snicked sound snicked, when you yeah. when well, you take a picture so i thought it was like away a copies game of scream guys because we want to get to our <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes yes right copies of scream the new what scream you gotta do right not the, the old scream the new scream uh, we all scream for, for, for new scream. scream and it is uh, a Blu-ray copy where you're giving away to some lucky winners. We're going to give away at least three of them, physical copies. We'll send them right to your, wow. to your place of, of, of 
living space. What You're was I actually have to, have to say there? Residence? Place of residence? So uh, basically, <laughs> here's this. I got to give the spiel. This is, um, so it's Paramount Pictures is uh, giving us these copies, which is awesome. We're going to give them away. You can own the all new screen movie on 4K Ultra HD and Blu-ray starring Nev Campbell, David Arquette, and Courtney Cox. Scream is certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Own it today and get killer bonus com- content including interviews with the cast, deleted scenes, and much more. Directed by Matt Bettinelli-Open and Tyler Gillette, rated R from Paramount Pictures. So R. you might not be old enough to see it, Ali. I'm not sure. Um, Unless and, you're a pirate. <laughs> yes. Um, you can win the all-new Scream movie from Paramount Pictures on Blu-ray. Click the chat button at the bottom of our webpage, okay? You go to worldgonegeek.com, a brand-new webpage. We're very excited about it. Go there. Um, there's a chat button at the very bottom, click that, and it'll give you an opportunity to record yourself. And I want you to recite Randy Meek's three rules to surviving a horror movie. So if you saw the first scream, there are three rules to surviving a horror movie. Randy Meeks is the character uh, who played him. Randy Meeks. Yeah. I'm blanking. Oh, uh, I can see him. I don't remember his name. I feel he was bad in now. Malibu's most wanted. He was yeah. in uh, Jamie yeah. something. Yes, Jamie something. Oh my gosh, why am I blanking so bad? Anyway, his rules. Recite those and uh, you're in, you're in, that's it. Jamie Kennedy. Kennedy. Um, Recite those into our little uh, chat box there and uh, it'll ask you for your email and we'll draw winners. Three people are going to get copies of the new screen mailed right to your uh, very address, right to your doorstep. So do that. That's awesome. Uh, We have a great, uh, thanks again to Paramount pictures for hooking us up with that. I really, thank you, Paramount. It's really cool. Yes, yeah. Thank you. We have a, a great guest today. Today's guest is a model, an actress, a writer. She has multiple degrees and is working on a PhD and most recently is shopping around a short film that she's hoping will become a series. Uh, it t- kind of uh, sort of uh, a sort of autobiographical about her life as an actress and her experiences dealing with colorism in Hollywood. Here is Bella Mayori. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. How are you? Great. I'm great. How are you guys doing? We're doing real good. We're glad that you are here with us today. Um, we got to see a little bit of your short film there. We definitely want to get to, to talking about that. But first, I just I would love to just we just love to get to know you. I mean, I just gave a whole bunch. You, there's you're a multifaceted person. There's so many things that you do. Um, so, yeah, tell us a, a, kind of a little bit about yourself. Oh, OK. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm pretty much of a, a, a renaissance woman, right? Right. <laughs> so right. I guess it came from not really knowing what I wanted to do in life. And so <laughs> I just decided to just do everything that I like to do. So what happened was I just ended up having all these things that I've done. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but, um, but really, I think I'm a writer at heart. Um, that's my passion, my, my, my love, my soul, my heart. Um, I've been writing since I was eight years old and um, it came from just being an introvert and an outcast, right? Um, the, the nerdy girl that likes to read books that no boys liked. <laughs> and I just, you know, would write about those experiences, you know, in my diary. And then I just started writing poetry and it kind of, you know, spent off from there, just writing my feelings. And um, I was that girl that liked the guy and then I wrote him a poem and, and then he just like didn't like me anymore. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, um, so that's how it all started. Um, I just, I really just wanted to find a way to, um, I'm I'm an advocate for the underdog. And so I always wanted to just tell stories 
to um, highlight the people that people like tease and bully and 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 maybe the marginalized in society. Yeah. So uh, so writing uh, so you're writing it at eight. Uh, you weren't acting and modeling at eight. I don't think right. So writing was the first of your many talents is that presented itself. When, uh, when did you decide what, what came next? Was it modeling acting? Like what was, what was the catalyst for you to, to break into those uh, types of fields? Right. Exactly. Um, when I was an undergrad in college, I fell in love with um, theater and um, I did uh, the vagina monologues and then I was hooked from then on. I was like, this is great. Oh, wow. And so I just started, um, I, I, a friend of mine was like, you know, you should go out and just try to like see what happens, you know, go audition and see what you can do. And so I just went out there and um, I was trying to get jobs as an actress, but I kept looking modeling jobs. And so <laughs> I didn't want to do that. But then I thought like, well, this is a good way for me to like get out there and, and, and really do what I want to do. And so that's how that got started. And then I was doing like the Macy's INC collection. And then I did some yoga army and then it just all kind of went from there. And then um, that's how it all started. And then I did my first film. It was an um, independent film um, called The Internship Games. And so that's, I think that, that was 2015. And then it just kind of just started going. And then I, you know, because I'm a nerd at heart, I, I really don't like being in front of the camera. I know that sounds weird. <laughs> in this industry, Not at all. All these things that are in front of the camera. But um I just I really like to um, to tell my stories and and see them through like art, different ways of art, like writing, poetry and acting and and playing different characters and stuff like that. Yeah. So, well, then tell us a little bit about um, the audition process for the the first role that you did get. So, um, I mean, I'm assuming that you've been trying to get other roles. This one being your first, what was different about the audition process? Do you think, what, what do you think that you did differently to, to get this role? Um, well, I, I actually decided to go as the character. And oh, so, wow. Yes. Oh, love that. <laughs> it worked for love me. That. I played, um, I played a lesbian, um, like more like, um, uh, more manly kind of a woman, a lesbian. And, um, so I went down there at the time I had short hair and um, I had like these pants, like, like baggy. And I just, I just played a role and I went in there and I, I read the line. I mean, I read the sides and I got it. And so um, I was like, wow, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that something they told you like right away? You, they said, um, okay, yeah, we're going to. A couple of days later, I got a call back and I'm like, yeah, you know. And so um, after that, um, I just, it was great. Um, I shot it and, um, it was it was a grueling shoot, but it was a nice experience to kind of get you know get my feet wet in that way. And then I just started doing like a lot of music videos and um, other modeling things and stuff like that. A lot of commercial work. And um, but all of, but all along at heart, I just wanted to write and tell my story. So um, the journey is interesting in that way because um, while I'm, while you're doing all these things, I'm still experiencing life, and so it's just giving me more and more material. And oh, yeah. the rejection that I that I get or I've gotten, I've gotten, <laughs> I still get. Um, that's what inspired um, me to tell the story of ugly because, um, every, you know, when I was a child, um, I was bullied and all that. I used to feel, and then when I got in school, you know, I wasn't like the cool kid, and so um, I felt ugly. And then as an adult, you know, navigating it, those that was still with me. And so I was I was like, gosh, I got to tell the story. I need to I need to exist as a way to empower people um, and use such a bad word and kind of turn it around 
and make people think, okay, what does it mean to be ugly? Is it how you look on the outside? Is it the ugliness of you know, people are treating other people that, you know, they bully or treat aren't good enough for society. And so the word ugly just brings up a lot of different things that I've experienced. I'm sure other people probably go through um, in society as well. I had a chance to to watch the the short and it's, uh, it's really well produced. I thought uh, it was really fascinating. And I know that it's based on some of the experiences that you've actually had. Um, I would love it if you told the audience a little bit about um, what the character experiences in the film. You don't have to, you know, give away like what happens in it, but um, yeah, the, the the kind of the crux of what the message that you're trying to get across with this movie. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, the, the the protagonist is she's um she's a real awkward girl. You know, she's she's uh she skateboards. Um, she doesn't look like Vixen that you know that Hollywood and then the music videos what they want, but she gets cast in roles. But then when she gets on set, um, she experiences, you know, colorism and the lighter skin girls uh, models are put ahead of her. They're put like um, they, they put her in a, they put her uh, in the back of them. And, and it's really overt how it's, it's happened to me before. And I kind of took that experience and I used it in, into the story. And so basically the character, her name is Zuri, um, which means beautiful in Swahili. There's some irony there as well. Um and she basically goes on a video set where she's cast as a lead model, but she gets treated like she's not good enough lead. And so she experiences like all these horrible things from the director. And this, these are things that have actually happened to you on set. Before. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah. Seems, that's, I mean, that's, that's horrible. Right. It's not something I think a lot of people even realize is happening. I mean, I think it's an, I mean, I, I didn't realize it was an issue in Hollywood until I watched your film and I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. It's very deep rooted. Um, you know, it's just I'm, and I'm glad that you were able to see that because um, you were able to see that that issue is very prevalent um, in the black community. Um, also, just in mainstream Hollywood as well. If you're closer to the European aesthetic, you have more privilege than you don't. Mm -hmm. And so um, a lot of times, you know, we see this play out you know, with different um, actresses trying to get certain roles and they just can't get them because they don't look a certain way. And it's hurtful. And it's, you know, it's, but I want to use it as a way to empower and maybe we could find solutions to, um, to change it and exclusive. So that's why I did. <laughs> I love that attitude. I think what you explained about colorism, I mean, I think it's, uh, again, is not even a term. I mean, obviously I'm not a part of a community where that is a thing. I didn't know what it meant. I was like, is that another way to say racism? Like, what is that? I, mean, I was totally ignorant until you educated me. So I appreciate that. Um, it, it's, it's, I think there's probably a lot of people who don't realize that that is going on in the community. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it's not racism, but it's, how can I explain it? It's within the, in, the, in that ethnic group. Mm -hmm. um, so like, for example, in, in the black community, um, if you are lighter, skin tone, then you have more privilege. Plus you are the color to the to the paper bag, right? They used to have like paper bag tests and things like that to join exclusive clubs and stuff. And if you were darker than the paper bag, you weren't allowed access. And so that is trickled down into, you know, 20 the 21st century and it's seen in different spectres. It's still it's still prevalent. Even though, you know, it's changed a lot, but it's still like that mindset is there. Yeah. yeah. Or even just, you know, um, a, a 
a darker skinned woman. Mm-hmm. How do I, how am I trying to say this? They'll make her lighter, like in, in, you know, photos or oh, okay. I don't know if yeah, they do that ups. in movies. Maybe you can speak. Oh, more I'm sure that they yeah, well, you, can, you know what I mean? Right. You, you can adjust color. Yeah. 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 But they, I, I mean, there's, there's times where they've lightened, you know, certain actresses in on mm-hmm. the covers of magazines. And yeah. You know, fall back from that, and you like them. They're not even that. They're not even that color. You know, so yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. It's very prevalent, and um, definitely something that we need to pay attention to because it's it's yeah. real and it does happen. You know, um, and I'm very sorry that you had to go through that. Um, I can't. I I couldn't imagine. <laughs> I couldn't imagine that. But um, I think the story that you're telling will help a lot of people. And it's, you know, kind of like the representation, you know, like you're seeing it uh, on the screen, you know, for for some people that's um, maybe Black Panther or, you know, little kids that are seeing seeing people that look like them, black men that look like them. Um, and it's being able to tell that story will help them, you know, help them understand maybe something that they've gone through or something that they might go through, you know? Uh, So I think that that's very beautiful and very powerful and brave. Uh, And I, yeah, I can't wait to see the full thing. So (laughs) I I mean, it's like, it's like you're already behind the eight ball as a woman, right? I mean, there's already, uh, you know, hurdles that you have to jump that, that men in Hollywood don't necessarily have to jump. Then you deal with the fact, you know, that you're in, you know, the black community and that's a that's a, a, a also doesn't get enough representation. And now within that community, there's another level. I ha, again, this just it's like it's just keeps rolling down. And I and I realized like recently because we were just talking about the Oscars a few weeks ago, and uh, you know I think about all oh, the of Oscars the Oscars happened. <laughs> I think about all of <laughs> I think about all of the black actresses who are who are working right now, right. Who are, who are um, doing just amazing work in all these movies. Cynthia Erivo is like right now is my favorite mm. uh, actress. She's everything I've seen her and she's just blowing my mind. She's just an amazing actress. And she was nominated for Harriet, I think uh, last year, year before, when did that come out? Last year, I think last year. Um, I thought totally, I thought she was going to get it right. I'm like, this is, this is a shoe. And I don't remember who, who won, but it wasn't her. And that, that led me to realize that, that, that a black woman has only won best actress one time. Yeah. Like that blew my mind because I'm thinking about all these actresses now. And I'm like, surely someone else has, has won that category because there's so many choices I'm looking around and I'm like, obviously this should have happened. That blew my mind. And obviously she uh, has a lighter skin tone as well. Yeah. And that so really just Berry? was like, mm-hmm. yeah, Holly Berry. Did I not say, yeah, I didn't say her name, but yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. the only one who who has won Best Actress, and that just that was in, that seems insane to me. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Was, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say something because like, yeah, please speak to that because I'm like, you know, why why do you think that it is, and is is it also this issue is is leading to that as well? Well, I can't really speak for for that, but I can speak a little bit from my own experience. Um, you know, growing up, so. I am obviously lighter skin. And that was something that I never really, obviously I, I knew, but growing up in rural West Virginia, I was dark yeah. and I, you know, but then once I went to college and you realize, you know, there's 
so many different complexions and um to me it's beautiful but there's still that we could it's hard because you compete as a woman but then when you are black or you're lighter skin you still compete and it's not you know to say that um what what it, it's not to dilute what anyone had anyone has gone through, but it still makes it very real. And like you had said, Jeff, you know, like you're already competing as a woman or it's already hard as a woman. But then you're you have, you know, you're a black woman at that. And I work, you know, where I work, um, it is a black multicultural advertising and marketing agency. And she had my boss had asked me one day do you see yourself as a woman first or a black woman? Wow. You know, it's very powerful and it's very deep. And we don't, it's, our counterparts don't have to ask themselves that. You know? um, and I don't, yeah, that's what I got to say. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I went on a tangent. That's no, powerful, yeah. That's powerful, yeah. Yeah, that's that because it's good to hear it from a you know different perspective. Um, because the character is is a dark skin dark skin black girl, but light skinned black girls also suffer the same thing. You know, it's not just one sided. You know, because sometimes they feel um, they don't fit in either in either world. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! They yeah. might because they might be yeah. too light for old, or they might be too you know, um, dark for the white world. And I think there was a really good film. Um, it, oh gosh, if somebody, it's in black and white, I mm. think it's on Netflix and it's with, um, uh, Tessa Thompson. I think it's called passing. Oh, I have to look that uh, up. It, I, it, I've it heard of it. Yeah. It is just fantastic. I mean, it's, it's beautiful to look at the, the cinematography is amazing, but, um, it, it kind of talks about the, um, how, these women, you know, they're biracial, aquarel, and the other one is p- trying to pass as white. And it is just fantastic. It's, it's just wonderfully, wonderfully written. And I think the, the, the director um, who wrote it, I think she found out in her family that her mom was part black and she didn't know that. And her mom was passing. And so it's so interesting how there's so many layers attached mm-hmm. to that. No, you're so right. It I- is passing. And it does star Tessa Thompson and Ruth Nega. Yeah, if you guys get a chance, you got to check that out. It is just wonderful. It sounds it sounds compelling. I'm definitely going to definitely going to check that out. But I do want to ask you, Bella. You know, what is when those things happen? Not those things. When those experiences have happened to you, what do what do you do in in that? You know, like how do you combat that? Do you confront them? You know, like do you are you afraid to confront them because it's still you know a job or you don't you know you're still trying to maintain a certain level of professionalism, but also at the same time, you know, you know that it's not right. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's not right. So like, you know, maybe for somebody else that might be going through that, you know, do you, if you have any advice or, you know, maybe some, I sorry. <laughs> I know it's a large question, but I, sorry. How do you respond to that? Right. Um, I think with me, because I experienced colorism in my own family, Mm. So I built up like a, a hard, uh, a hardening hardness to it. And so when it happens, I'm just like, okay, it hurts, but you just keep moving forward. You know, I don't feel like 
it doesn't make me cry or anything like that, nothing like that. But um, I'm going to say anything because you could jeopardize, you know, um, a role or you could jeopardize, you, you know, being blackballed or something like that. So you don't want to complain. Yeah. And so I think that's why um, it's good to tell stories because you can put those messages out there. And it's kind of your way of protesting in a way, um, kind of fighting yeah. back, but not, um, you know, hurting your hurting your career or <laughs> but, um, if that makes yeah. sense. But yeah, I just I don't know. I think. Aaliyah, I think I just, I've gotten hardened to, to it. Um, I experienced that, you know, growing up in my family because in black families, every, it's so many different colors. Mm-hmm. My grandmother was your complexion, Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. And my mom was just a little darker than you. And so, you know, everybody was just so many different colors, but the people who were lighter got treated better. And we all knew it, you know, mm-hmm. it's just something that we knew and we just went on, you know, with our yeah. lives. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. but I'm thinking, you know, internalize that. You don't have to accept that. You can use it as a way to empower yourself and empower other people and um, try to change it, you know, mm-hmm. or just try to find healthful, healthy strategies to combat it, if anything, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. It's well, so crazy. It's so crazy that, you know, I think people take it for granted that these types of things and experiences can happen in the family. You're saying you experience colorism in your own immediate family. And so, that tells me that this is a very deep rooted issue that happens even in homes without people even knowing it. And so that's a very difficult thing to try and I don't want to say combat. That seems too visceral, but it it seems it, it, because it's so deep rooted, it's going to take a lot of effort Mm -hmm. to make that change. Mm -hmm. If it's coming even from the home, I find, I find that really interesting. Yeah. I was going to say something else, but I forgot. It just, it just keeps happening. <laughs> That's good. So let me ask, let me ask this then. Um, what do you think are, th- I mean, obviously you're uh, making, you know, short film, you're, you're making art that is challenging this. What do you think we can do as, you know, people, uh, you know, who are on the outside or even who are experiencing this themselves? Um, what do you think needs to happen to kind of like, make this start to go away? Um, well, I think the first thing um, is awareness, um, you know, because if, if people don't realize that there's a problem, we can't even uh, start to, you know, make it go away. Um, keep talking about it and having more um, discussions and conversations about, you know, what it's doing to people's self-esteem and what it's doing to people's, you know, income and, and, and livelihood. Um, because, you know, and if you, want to research it further, you know, after we we're done here, I mean, there's, it's so bad in some, in some places like in Africa and different countries, you could get kicked because you're too dark, you know, and, and things like that. So it goes very deep and I, I've done a lot of research on it, but I think just keep talking about it um, and support, you know, each other and, and just be more exclusive and let's try to, you know, maybe throw away some implicit biases that we, that we've grown to think that are okay. Because some people may be, be doing it and they don't even realize they're doing it, but because they've been practicing that so long and that's what they're used to, they just do it. Oh, get the light skin girl, put her in there because that's what we, and, and, it, and, and it's not to say that there's nothing wrong with, you know, putting a light skin girl out there. It's just, you want to be able to have a choice and you want to be able to treat, you know, all the women the same and don't act like one is better because, you know, her, something that she can't even control, her skin tone is dark. And so, um, you know, I think just 
like you have me in here, we're talking again and, and, and it's branching out, you know, more people are, are you know, becoming aware of the issue. And um, I think that um, that's where it could all start, you know? Um, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it is deep rooted though. <laughs> it, it is. And especially I was, when you were talking, this is what I was going to say, when you were talking about, you know, your intermediate family, mm-hmm it really makes me think or question about their ancestral line and like how somebody, you know, things aren't, um, they're taught, right. Things are taught. So like what happened to make it, make it like that, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, that's where my brain comes from. And how long has it been going on? You know, and maybe they're one of the people that don't realize, I don't know. I don't want to speak for your family, but like, you know, um, how long has it been going on? That's that's what I, the question that comes to my brain is how long yeah. has it been going on? And do they know? You know yeah. That it's hurting you even. Do they even realize that it's hurting you? Or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But these are more personal questions. Those are good <laughs> questions because, I mean, you think about like like my grandmother, for example, how she look, She always got mistaken for either a white woman or Hispanic. Or they, you know, they never thought she was black. Yes. And um, you, she came up in a time where you know, that was better. And so she just believed that. I don't think she honestly thought she was doing anything wrong um, because she would also say, you know, don't marry someone your same same color because you want your kids to, to be lighter because thought that that would give them more privileges in life and have a better life. And so it's sad. It's still you know, very powerful. Wow. Mm-hmm. They're just those type of different um I don't know, ideologies, how they thought then because racism was so bad and was so ingrained into them that that's just how it was, you know? And so it just so happened that in the family, that's just how it was. Yeah. I mean, I can't even really explain it anymore. I, have to, I guess you have to unlearn, like the new generations, you know, have unlearned those things. And the more that we talk about it, the more we can unlearn those type, that type of thinking. Because we all know that that's ridiculous, you know, to think that. But I mean, it was a time when, you know, if when, if you're close to close to you are to white, you know, the better chances you're going to have in your life. And so, um, you know, there's other there's other um, ethnic groups that experience that as well. Like when I was doing my research for this film, um, the, it, it's prevalent in, in, in the Indian culture. Um, it's, it's prevalent in the Asian culture. I mean, they it's 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 not just in the black you know community it's colorism is very prevalent in different ethnic groups and so um just to see you know how many people say wow you know i go through that too you know um so yeah it's something (laughs) i think about it especially like with um in the film in in the trailer it's uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It looks like a darker skinned man. Is that? Yeah, yeah. he's the director. The one that's really mean. The, the yeah, one. yeah. The one that's like, you go to the back or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like. They'll tell you, yeah, get back there. They don't care. You know, like, yeah, you can't be in the front. Yeah. Sorry. Which makes or it even worse. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And yeah. that makes it even worse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, I could not. I couldn't. I couldn't. But, you know, that's what with the series, I kind of make it like it's a little humor in it because, you know, that's why her, she has these fantasies where she's every time she gets treated like that, she thinks she's in the one that's in the front. And so she kind of, you know, has these weird like um, 
like she puts herself in that position, you know, like, okay, where I'm in her mind, you know, she thinks she's that girl, but she's really still in the back. And so those kinds of things are kind of funny, but then it also has you think, you know, because I I want to like, like kind of like dark humor. I want people to think about it, but it's also kind of funny too, because she's real quirky and weird and, and, you know, and strange, but she's trying to come, you know, to terms with understanding her black identity and what that means in the black community and, and just, you know, overall in, 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 in society in general. And so she's dealing with a lot of things and, um, you know, we see a lot of this when we see, you know, stars that black stars or black actresses and stuff in the industry and they're dark. And, you know, we saw that with Michael Jackson and things like that. So that, you know, I think that's a really good example of it, too, where, you know, they're they're trying to run away from it because you don't have privilege when you're looking like that. You don't get certain jobs when you look like that. So let me fix my nose or let me fix my skin tone so that I can work or be accepted. And so it's it's it's. I'm sure you guys seen examples of that happen, examples of that happen, you know, um, you know, celebrities in the industry where they start bleaching their skin and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's very deep rooted. And, it, and it, I, I mean, yeah. And I think at, at, obviously at some point it must become so ingrained in your personality uh, when we're talking about someone like Michael Jackson, because when you think about it, like when he started doing that, He's a multi-zillionaire, right? Like if anyone like can do whatever he wants, record whatever he wants, get anything he wants, like do his own projects. Like he doesn't, you know what I mean? Like there's nobody turning him down for anything, Mm -hmm. but he still felt wrong. Like Mm -hmm. he felt like something wasn't right. He had to fix himself. And yeah, that's so, that just like. I mean, that amazing, but like, that's something else. Like you just yeah, can't imagine. And he was so handsome. Like mm-hmm. I saw right? pictures when he was younger and saw like right. pictures when he was younger and stuff. I mean, he didn't need to do any of those things. Mm-mm. No, my favorite, my favorite Michael Jackson era is off the wall. But, oh yeah. Uh, that's just yeah. my personal opinion. Geek for that. Yeah. Yeah. Off the wall. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. That's, you know. Yeah. Was, Aaliyah, was, your your mind is working. I can see Aaliyah, it. You, wanna, you are you are just full of. Well, because we are on, at my at my job, we're currently um, writing like articles. It's called "Capitalizing the B and Under Siege." So there's two different ones, and everything that we're talking about here is really what we. Uh, what the writer of those series has been discussing, and you know just. And then I started, I started thinking about it and I don't know if I saw it on TikTok or if I saw it on, saw it on a commercial or something. Um, but it was like a Japanese commercial, um, of skin bleaching. Like they're trying to, you know, and this is exactly what I, that's what popped into my head. And and because you guys were talking, because we were talking about Michael Jackson and I just like, I don't know. Some of these, it just has me in awe and it, yeah, it really crazy. Does, even though I realize that it's prevalent and I'm, I, I know that it exists. Uh, it's just. Yeah. A lot of, a lot to unpack, mm-hmm. but also at the same time, it's, it needs to be acknowledged. Like she said, it, it, there needs to be awareness and, yeah. and change. Aaliyah, when you were, um, did you experience like anything um, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to say colorism, but maybe like, did you see anything going on where maybe 
the girls, I mean, I don't know your nationality, but like, did you ever see like maybe girls that look like me who were treated different or maybe the guys were like, they didn't like her because she was darker and they were two more, you know, ethically ambiguous looking girls. Or, did you see any of that going on when you were in college? So, okay. So, um, I grew up in West Virginia, like I had said, mm-hmm. and, um, I was the, me and my sisters, uh, I was the dark, we were the darkest kids there. And I am, um, my Yugoslavian mm-hmm. and, um, Argentinian and then my, and then black. So when people see me, unless my hair, cause when I was, a, when I was younger, I always straightened my hair. I always straightened my hair, uh, because when I wear it curly, I would, there was times when I would come home and find gum in my hair or I would come home and find oh. pens or, you know, things of that. Cause I had, I have a fro, I have, you know, it's big. And, um, that's why I started straightening my hair a lot and, you know, didn't know how to deal with that as a kid. And, um, it, there was that side of it. But then when I went to college, cause I didn't start, like my natural hair journey until maybe 2015. Um, and even then I was still straighten my hair very often. And there were, um, I didn't experience, I didn't see, um, black women, you know, that side of the colorism, but it was more of black women telling me men like you because you're light skin or, uh, men favor you because you're light skin. And it's, it's like, well, I don't, I, I can't, I don't know what to do. You know, like it's kind of like a lose, lose situation. And, um, so I've never experienced that side of it, but I have experienced the other side and I don't know if that's, I guess it's men that on on their end, and maybe that is something that men, that black men need to discuss within themselves. And, uh, Mm -hmm. um, but Mm -hmm. It's hard. Like I was saying earlier, you know, women already have that one thing against them as women. But then you add the different tones. And instead of celebrating those different tones that we have, we it's like a competition. And it is again, it's not to dilute what what you have gone through or what I have gone through or what other women have gone through. But it's more to say, like we it's two things that we have stacked against us and instead of coming together and joining together when you know there is a a a black man that's you know you go to the back or whatever you know instead of banning together like no she belongs in the front just as as well as you know i do uh you know locking arms and that's what i want not like not that not the one or the other you know what i mean not the take it or leave it you know it's so I don't know if that really answers your question, but I did kind of. Oh, that's powerful, Leah, because it, you're like, it's colorism. You, you, when I was talking about it's not just dark skinned girls that, that experience that, you experience that too, you know? Um, it, it, it happens on both ends. And so, um, I think that is, um, I think that is a, a great saying, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Like, yes. Yeah, sorry. I just really want that. I really want that outcome of the movie. And I know, 
it probably isn't going to happen, but <laughs> I really want hey, that to no. happen. <laughs> it's going it, to be a long series, so that's going to have to eventually happen. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Somewhere. Well, down I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, give her a shot. <laughs> Even like the uh, the Crown Act, which I know it started in in California, and I just like, like mm-hmm. yeah, I, you have to the law about that. Well, yeah. explain right. that. Yeah, I'll make sure yeah, that the, our listeners the fact understand. That you have, yeah, yeah, it, it, the Crown Act. Well, it ha- I think it has to pass the Senate, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It don't, it don't yeah, it's almost there, but not quite. Yeah. Yeah, where where um, I guess women of color, because that could be black in, women, mm-hmm. you know, all, all across the board, um, won't get. Uh, discriminate in the workplace. So like when, um, like Aaliyah was talking about earlier, you know, if she wants to wear her hair curly, um, that should be okay. Cause sometimes you can't work certain jobs if your hair is like that. Cause they'll say, Oh, that's not professional. Or if you have your hair braided or in four rolls or something like that, they'll say, you can't wear that. That's professional. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of women were feeling, you know, oppressed by it. that's why, um, I guess that came into to place. But, um, so hopefully, it can get passed by the Senate and, um, you know, women of color uh, and men. Yes. Um, because we saw that. Remember that guy had to get his dreadlocks cut off before he yes. could wrestle? How he yeah. made that, Yeah, right? that story. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, and yeah, I was just watching. <laughs> Jeff? <laughs> What's that? No, you're just like so shocked, yeah? <laughs> uh, I literally just saw a video today um, where uh, – a young girl who was competing in a powerlifting I contest mm-hmm. that had, she had the beats yeah. and the video is of like all these people, like competitors, you know, of all different colors and ethnicities trying to help her get these beads out so she can compete. And I'm just like, it's ridiculous. What the hell is going on? If this is a thing, yeah. like yeah. again, uh, yeah. so that's what this, the crown act, uh, yeah. is it's it's like you know this isn't you can't discriminate against somebody because yeah. of the way they do that because of their yeah. hair right yeah. and, 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 did you feel i felt really icky when i saw that because like yeah. with our hair it's like the braid the beads are part of the style so when the beads are in there that's when it looks pretty so when you're taking the beads out then it's all like then the, it all doesn't like, mm-hmm. yeah. it'll look right so she had to feel some, you know, can you imagine? It's oh, just, that, that's what I was thinking. You, I'm like, yeah, this is humiliating. humiliating. Yeah. Just the fact that, um, you know, there has to be a law mm-hmm. that says ridiculous. that a different, a different, <laughs> a, a different like, type of I'm hairstyle is okay <laughs> in a professional environment yeah. is ridiculous, yeah. right? Doesn't that just seem, yeah. it just seems incredibly stupid to have to have a law like that. And yet, no, in California, the, the state law passed in 2019, and now they're working on the federal law. But I mean, I mean that, that that just tells you how far back these kinds of standards and this kind of discrimination goes, right? I mean, if the default is such that you need to have a law to include natural hair mm-hmm. from other races, yeah, yeah, that that tells me that you need to change the default. You, you yeah. don't need it, and it it just bothers me. Anyways, yeah, just, you're right. You know, you're 100 percent correct, and, and it's still not even passed yet. I mean, that makes me that, right, right. right. Yeah. It's yeah. cringing. Yeah, it's cringing. Not, not surprised that California passed it as a state law, but the fact that it's you know bogged down at at the federal level really mm-hmm. kind of speaks to mm-hmm. where our 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 federal government is at. And yeah. 
that's kind of a sad state of affairs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I gotta, I gotta say, so obviously anybody who's listened to this show before knows that this is the least I've spoken in an entire episode. <laughs> Cause usually you can't shut me up. Right. But I'm just like, I'm sitting here listening. Cause that's, that's, that's my role. I feel like with this topic, obviously. And I'm, but I'm, I'm also outraged. Like I couldn't, like, like I said, I think the problem is, uh, and maybe in the federal uh, situation as well, is I didn't know this was happening, right? Until, again, until I uh, looked you or found you as a guest, saw what you're, you were about and, and, your, and what, you know, was important to you. And I'm like, okay, this is something that we should be talking about. Like, how come I've never heard of this mm-hmm. until I just discovered you on this podcast thing? And so, yeah. So, I mean, I think obviously more people need to know that this is going on. Like I said, the crown act, like, I, you know, I, I remember hearing that that was a thing, but I didn't know what it was called. Like I couldn't, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not something that comes up in my world. And so I'm so closed off from that because of who I am and the life that I lead that we got to let pe- people got to know, like now I'll do something right now. If it ever came yeah. to a vote, like, you know, I'm voting, you know what I mean? I know what to I know what to do, but how do we get, yeah, how do we get the word out? Like, how do we, and I think it's, and I think it's making the kind of art that you're saying, like, just like you're saying, like, I think that we can, that's a way a lot of people are, you know, minds are changed when they, um, when they, you know, are touched by something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm overwhelmed by everything that you guys are talking. I'm just, um, but I really appreciate the conversation that you guys are having. Thank you for allowing me to have it. I really appreciate it. I really, uh, I really, um, I'm glad you told me the story, Leah. Like, that's what makes me so glad that I'm writing these stories because I get to hear people's experiences. And so, um, I just want to say, lastly, um, when the paper, lastly, um, when the paperback, um, are, are women who've experienced colorism. And so there was a lady um, mm. who she she's an artist and she let me use her artwork for my film. And she did that for her, like her thesis or something. And she did like a, she does like art exhibits, like, you know, all over the country. And people come to see her paperback um, art. And so all those women and so all those women, women are. And so that's that's just so compelling. And that's why I put it in, in, in the trailer, because some people don't even know what that is. They're like, why are there no paperbacks? You know, <laughs> so, no, yeah. I didn't know what that was. I, I no, that, that's, had that's no. something new to me too. And it's yeah, crazy that mm-hmm. they would do stuff like that. It, it just boggles the mind. It, but, yeah. But there it well, is. I and that's, love your, I love your, I wanted to tell you, you know, before, um, <laughs> your stormtrooper. Well, I was going to say we, we, have, we, we both have a love for, for the child. Yeah. For Grogu, I was like so. reading out inside. I'm like, Oh, I just love his, <laughs> it's that's Richard. That's this is Richard. Yeah. I also want to say that it's much more comfortable when it's on Richard than it is when you wear it yourself. Just <laughs> FYI, it's it's not okay. the not a comfortable outfit. Stormtroopers were not happy people because holy cow, their armor was just yeah, it just yeah. yeah, it was just not a not a comfy place to be. It's no wonder they had so many so much trouble. Trying to you know, hit their targets when they're well, shooting. That too. That's, the, vision, the vision is very bad wearing that helmet. It's awful. Don't try going downstairs and wearing that thing. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> well Bella, I want to make sure, 
Um, so tell us what, I mean, so you've won some awards, right? This has been at some festivals yes. and oh things. Oh my gosh, I, I couldn't believe it because um, it's on the film festival uh, circuit right now. And already it's won seven awards um, in the physical circuit. Yes. Yes. I'm just still waiting because, um, you know, we submitted it to so many. And so it's, I think this is after this year's over, we'll find out if it's going to win anymore. And then um, we'll see. But I was like, yeah. people are accepting the story and that's what i that was my goal from the you know from the um start and yeah I'm so excited and what, awesome. what's your what's your hope then as far as next steps do you are you hoping it'll become a, like a netflix type series not necessarily yeah, netflix, wanted, but a series or a movie or what is the yeah, I wanted, ultimate I wanted, goal um, I, my my initial plan is for it to be a series but if you know we'll see what happens you know after um this stage of everything is over the film festival circuit and everything and if we want to put it into a movie. We can also do that too. Put it into a movie. We can also do that too. We'll still at this point. So yeah. I'm just glad that people are receptive to the message. And um, yeah. I'm happy about that. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. you, you talked about her. She's a little quirky. She's a skateboarder and things like that. Are those interests that you have as well? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. 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 I don't skate as much anymore because I'm always, I don't want to like hurt myself. Sure. Oh yeah. And, um, yeah, I seems like I always have to like go, go, you know, do something where I'm working on a show or work or something. And I'm like, I already did like a photo shoot of, a couple of weeks ago and I had like all these scars on my knees. And I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. That's, that's where you, that's where you want the Photoshop, right? And when he yeah, comes yeah. Right. That's where you want the yeah, touch-ups. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I was, <laughs> so, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I but I've accepted that. it. I've embraced it. There you and, go. Um, girl. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah. Cool. Well, um, before we before we go, tell everybody how they can find you, like what your socials are, uh, where they can see. Um, I'm gonna put links in our in our show notes for the podcast listeners. Um, but yeah, tell everybody, you know, where they can find you. Okay, sure. Um my Instagram is Bella.Mayori and um you can also go on the show. It's uh, Pilot Ugly on Instagram. Um, just Pilot Ugly, all one word. If you want to find out updates, because um, that's where we put everything that's going on with the show, if when it wins awards and things like that. So you can stay updated on the progress of the show. Got it? <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again. I, I mean, I just, I'm totally uh, just so glad that you came on the show and that we could have, uh, uh, I could listen to the conversation because uh, if I think it's so important and, you know, I hope that people will actually listen to our podcast now, not just so that we have listeners, but, but I just think it's so important. We actually have something to say. In this episode, right? Plural. Yes. More than more, yes, multiple yeah. listeners. Yes. No, I, it's so important. And and I just <laughs> no, thank totally. you so much for sharing that with us. And uh, we wish you the best of luck. And then if it does get picked up, obviously we want you to come back and tell us all about it because awesome. that, right? that'd be yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Not your son. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. On Jeff, Facebook, Jeff Facebook Son comment on Facebook. There's said, a late. There's I'm a listening. there's a Nathan Ford oh. who says I'm listening. Which is oh, Jeff's Nathan's listening. Child Nat Nat Han Nat Han. Oh, I didn't even see it. Oh, there he is. Hey, Nate. <laughs> My son is oh, okay. I didn't even see those comments on the side. Okay, I, I see. Yeah, have them this time. I, can't. I was just so. <laughs> Focused on this. I wasn't paying attention to my, uh, but no, 
thanks for watching. So, <laughs> yeah, we, we, get mo- we get most of our, our audience in the podcast. It's just this, we like to do this live and hopefully eventually this will pick up as well. But uh, it's more natural, right? We're having fun where this is raw. Absolutely. It. Yeah, it was yeah. great. I loved All it. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, folks, don't forget to go to our website, www.world. You don't even need WWE anymore. Why do I, what if you stop? stop you stop saying that. Just right. stop World it. Gun. I'm, well, I'm old school, right? Like we had to type in everything when we first got HTTP colon slash slash. Worldgongeek.com. Click the little chat. Leave Randy Meeks's three rules for surviving a horror movie and you could win a copy of Scream. So make sure you do that. Special thanks to our guest, Bella Maori. Thank you so much for being Fantastic. here. Yeah. Thanks as always to my partners in uh, crime, Utah and Aliyah for being here. I'm waving. Um, <laughs> waving. That's great. That's for uh, podcast listeners. Next week, guys, no, no show next week because of uh, Easter and then we're back. Uh, make sure you follow us, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. I'll try and make Don't it. Forget- don't forget to follow. You better be following us, Utah. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitch. That's all the yeah. things. We are at World Gone Geek pretty much everywhere you decide to socialize on the socials. So follow and become a citizen of World Gone Geek. Get social on the socials. That's see where the geeks shall inherit the earth. We'll see you in two weeks. Yes. All right. Bye. I am waiting. waiting. This has been a World Gone Geek production. For updates and sneak peeks, don't forget to get sociable. Follow World Gone Geek on Twitter, like our Facebook page, join the Facebook group, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find World Gone Geek podcasts on your favorite podcast apps.